My name is Thomas Gibbonsneff. I'm a journalist at the New York Times. I served in the Marine Corps as an infantryman. When it comes to reporting on the front line, a lot of the same basics are at play. Uh, you're looking at the map of where you're going. If you're on a paved road, field roads, you know, is there a hospital nearby? Is your body armor affixed with the first aid kit? Does everyone know where that first aid kit is? We arrive into a, a military position. I get out of the car. I look at my watch. You know, I set a timer. No more than an hour. I'm listening for drones, jets, check in with the team. Is everyone comfortable? And if they are, then we proceed. Frontline reporting is dangerous, but I think nothing is more important than talking to the people involved, you know, hearing their stories and being able to connect that with people thousands of miles away. Anything that can make something like this more personal, I think is well worth the risk. New York Times subscribers make it possible for us to keep doing this vital coverage. If you'd like to subscribe, you can do that at nytimes.com slash subscribe. From the New York Times, I'm Sabrina Tavernisi. Here's what you need to know today. Good afternoon. NATO leaders have uh, just taken decisions to transform and strengthen our alliance at this pivotal time for our security. NATO's Secretary General announced a new vision for the Western Security Alliance, for the first time singling out China as a strategic, quote, challenge. Today, NATO leaders took the historic decision to invite Finland and Sweden to become members of NATO. Speaking in Madrid at a gathering of Western leaders, Jens Stoltenberg also announced that the alliance was extending formal membership invitations to Finland and Sweden. The move paved the way for NATO's most significant enlargement in more than a decade, as the alliance sought to respond to a resurgent and bellicose Russia. It is a good agreement for Finland and Sweden, and it is a good agreement for NATO. And... Moments ago, R. Kelly was sentenced to 30 years in prison. This is a significant outcome for all victims of R. Kelly, and especially for the survivors who so bravely testified about the horrific and sadistic abuse they endured. A federal judge in New York sentenced former R&B singer R. Kelly to 30 years in prison. Last year, Mr. Kelly was found guilty of sex trafficking and racketeering in what authorities said was a scheme to lure minors into sex that went back decades. With the aid of his fame, his money, and most importantly, his inner circle, R. Kelly preyed upon children and young women for his own sexual gratification for decades. He continued committing his crimes for almost 30 years and avoided punishment until today. At his sentencing hearing, several of Kelly's victims addressed the court about the effect that that abuse had had on their lives. These are voices of mostly black and brown women and children that were heard and believed and for whom justice was finally achieved. This is a victory for them, for justice, and for future survivors of sexual assault. That's it for today. I'm Sabrina Tavernisi. See you tomorrow. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, 
not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.